Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, big tech platforms are preparing for the first big election of the AI era. Why even Microsoft is so desperate to get its hands on AI chips. Some incredibly bearish signs from crypto, but could we actually see a crypto IPO happen soon? Don't sleep on Amazon's healthcare ambitions and never underestimate the power of timing nostalgia correctly. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. It was election day here in the United States yesterday. Not the biggest elections as these things go, but the event probably did tend to remind folks that we have a bigger election one year from now. And, well, look, what happens now that we're in this new AI paradigm with elections? This is not just me sticking to the narrative of the show or trying to force connections to that narrative. There are two big headlines this morning about tech platforms at least starting to think about AI and elections. For example, Meta says it will require advertisers to disclose running political ads with media altered by AI or other software starting in early 2024 ahead of next year's presidential election. Quoting the journal, The Facebook parent company said the new policy will go into effect at the start of the new year. Political advertisers will have to disclose when an ad contains an image, video, or audio that was digitally created or altered significantly. Meta provided examples of scenarios where political advertisers would need to make this type of disclosure, including ads that depict a real person saying or doing something they didn't say or do. Another example includes the digital creation of a realistic-looking event or person that didn't occur or doesn't exist. The new policy is being announced nearly a year after OpenAI's public release of ChatGPT in November 2022. ChatGPT is a large-language model chatbot that ushered in a new era of so-called generative AI technology that allows users to easily create images, essays, or videos with simple word prompts. This type of technology is already being used to create numerous pieces of content for social media services. The U.S. primary elections that will begin in January may be the first big test for how content produced with generative AI will affect U.S. elections. The company said advertisers won't need to disclose digitally created or altered content that is immaterial, but Meta noted that advertisers that it determines didn't make disclosures as required by its policy will have their ads rejected. Advertisers that repeatedly fail to make necessary disclosures may also face penalties, Meta said. In addition to political ads, the new policy will apply to ads related to social issues. Meta also recently noted it will not allow advertisers to use the company's own generative AI ads creation tools to make political ads, end quote. Meanwhile, Microsoft plans to offer a new free tool to help U.S. politicians fight deepfakes by authenticating their videos and photos. Quoting Bloomberg, Using cryptography, the service would create a permanent record of an image or video allowing anyone on the web to see whether it has been digitally altered or generated using artificial intelligence over time. Initially, Microsoft plans to offer the tool for free to political candidates and then may eventually extend it to more groups after the 2024 U.S. elections, a person familiar with the situation said, asking not to be identified because the information isn't public. Microsoft's offer comes as concerns mount over AI-generated images and videos and their potential to supercharge misinformation as U.S. citizens prepare to vote for a new president in November 2024. Several political deepfakes have already emerged. Ron DeSantis was chastised in June for publishing fake images on the social media platform X of Donald Trump cozying up to Dr. Anthony Fauci, an attempt to mock his Republican Party challenger. In April, the Republican National Committee circulated a fake video depicting an apocalyptic U.S. under President Joe Biden's reign. 
Just weeks before the Biden video was released, a manipulated clip went viral of Senator Elizabeth Warren saying Republicans should be banned from voting. Microsoft also posted a new threat intelligence report that doubled down on its previous concerns about foreign actors attempting to influence campaigns. It's likely that China, Iran, and Russia will try to meddle with U.S. politics in the next year, the company said in the report, end quote. I continue to be amazed to what degree the current AI moment is also being constrained by a simple lack of resources. Microsoft and Oracle have signed a multi-year deal to, quote, support the explosive growth of AI services, meaning Microsoft can access Oracle's NVIDIA A100s and H100 GPUs. In other words, this is Microsoft, again, one of the biggest tech platforms in the world, and remember the primary investor in OpenAI itself, going hat in hand to an ostensible tech rival simply because they themselves can't get their hands on enough chips to do AI stuff. Quoting the Register, The partnership essentially boils down to Microsoft needs more compute resources to keep up with the alleged explosive growth of its AI services, and Oracle just happens to have tens of thousands of NVIDIA A100s and H100s available for rent. Far be it from us to suggest the Larry Ellison-founded database giant doesn't have enough cloud customers to consume its stocks of silicon. The two cloud providers' latest collaboration takes advantage of the Oracle Interconnect for Microsoft Azure, which allows services running in Azure to interact with resources in Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. The two supercorps have previously used the service to allow customers to connect workloads running in Azure back to OCI databases. In this case, Microsoft is using the system alongside its Azure Kubernetes service to orchestrate Oracle's GPU nodes to keep up with what's said to be demand for Bing's AI features. Microsoft hasn't said just how many of Oracle's GPU nodes it needs for its AI services and apps and won't say. A spokesperson told us, quote, those aren't details we are sharing as part of this announcement. We've also asked Oracle, too, for more information and we'll let you know if we hear anything back, end quote. Not exactly bullish news from the crypto sector. According to a document seen by the information, Co2 cut the valuation of its $120 million stake in NFT marketplace OpenSea to $13 million as of Q2 of this year, implying a valuation of $1.4 billion or less, down from a $13.3 billion valuation in January of 2022. Quote, The previously unreported markdown shows how venture investors are reassessing the value of their investments made at the height of the crypto boom following a severe deterioration in the market. At the start of last year, OpenSea sported a $13.3 billion valuation from a funding round co-led by Co2 and Paradigm. Co2 also slashed the valuation of its stake in crypto payment startup MoonPay by 90%. Collapsing startup valuations are contributing to lackluster returns for venture investors. As of September, the multiple on invested capital for KOTU's $7.7 billion growth fund raised in 2021, which backed OpenSea and MoonPay, equaled 0.8 times, meaning the total paper value of the fund's investments is worth less than the initial money put in, according to a person with direct knowledge of the matter. For venture funds raised in 2021, the median internal rate of return is negative, meaning most of these funds have lost money so far, according to Cambridge Associates data as of March. 
Paradigm, a specialist in crypto, had generated a negative 5% net internal rate of return as of May. A spokesperson for Paradigm declined to comment on the value of its OpenSea stake. Most crypto startups have faltered in the past 18 months as the end of near-zero interest rates quashed demand for digital assets. OpenSea last week laid off 50% of its staff after volume on its marketplace plunged 99% since the start of 2022. Code 2 and crypto VC firm Paradigm co-led a $30 million Series C investment in OpenSea in January 2022 amid high demand for trendy blockchain-based digital collectibles like the Bored Ape Yacht Club collection. The transaction value on the New York startup at $13.3 billion or nearly nine times higher than its prior round, led by Andreessen Horowitz less than a year earlier. But OpenSea's business, which had generated revenue by taking a 2.5% cut of each transaction, began to founder once crypto prices declined and NFTs fell from favor. In July 2022, OpenSea made the first of at least three rounds of layoffs over the last year. By December 2022, Tiger Global Management, another OpenSea backer, had slashed the value of a $126.8 million investment it made in the startup by 76%. The information previously reported, earlier this year, OpenSea temporarily eliminated its fees on most trades following the launch of a no-fee competitor, Blur, crushing trading revenue. A spokesperson for OpenSea didn't comment, end quote. When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where a machine scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security, but instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation where they check user identity, but user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. That means an employee can log in from a laptop that has its firewall turned off and hasn't been updated in six months, or worse, that laptop might belong to a bad actor using employee credentials. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log into your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash ride to watch a demo and see how it all works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash ride, collide.com slash ride. With everybody fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features features help you say the right thing at the right time every time plus you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to constant contacts best in class 97% deliverability rate i use this and you should too tackle any challenge with constant contacts expert live
live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the inverse of that, because meanwhile, sources say USDC stablecoin issuer Circle is considering an IPO early in 2024. Circle was valued at $9 billion when the company tried to go public via a SPAC back in 2022, quoting Bloomberg. The company is talking to advisors as it prepares for a potential initial public offering, said the people who asked not to be identified discussing confidential information. Deliberations are ongoing, and there's no certainty that Circle will decide to proceed with a listing, the people said. While it's not clear how much Circle would seek to be valued at in an IPO, it was valued at $9 billion when it tried to go public in a blank check deal in 2022. Circle issues one of the world's largest stablecoins, which are crypto tokens pegged to an asset like the dollar that are mostly used by traders to move digital assets between exchanges. Earlier this year, Circle revealed it had $3.3 billion in exposure to the collapsed Silicon Valley Bank, triggering a brief DPEG of USD coin. It plans to share financial reports on an ongoing basis and has hired Deloitte as an auditor, Bloomberg News reported in August, end quote. Speaking of green shoots, I mean, how wild would it be if a crypto company were the one to kick open the door to tech IPOs returning? I want to highlight something real quick, because for all the other stuff happening right now, like the AI madness, I don't think we should ignore Amazon's continued push into healthcare, because it could ultimately be a bigger deal than a lot of people think. Amazon has cut the price of an annual one medical membership from $199 to $99 for Prime users, part of its plans to significantly expand its healthcare footprint, quoting the Washington Post. Amazon has gradually been integrating One Medical, giving it top billing on its homepage and offering smaller temporary sales to Prime members, but tying a permanent health discount to Prime is a big step toward Amazon's ambitious health goals. Because One Medical has brick-and-mortar clinics in only 19 major cities across the United States, thousands of Prime members would only be able to access One Medical's services virtually. One Medical's telehealth business has been picking up steadily. A One Medical employee who spoke to the Washington Post on condition of anonymity to protect their job said, Increasing virtual appointments helps maximize productivity of in-person One Medical clinics, the person said, and the company has multiple job openings for virtual clinical roles. The new Prime One Medical Membership benefit covers unlimited access to 24-7 on-demand virtual care, including video chats with licensed providers within minutes, the company said in the blog post. Virtual care is available nationally, and members don't incur any additional costs for on-demand virtual care services. It's all covered by the membership, end quote. Amazon operates another telehealth offering called Amazon Clinic. Clinic uses third-party health providers rather than directly employed primary care providers, as One Medical does, and aims to serve patients looking to resolve the most common and easily treatable conditions like acne, pink eye, and dandruff. According to Amazon's announcement, One Medical offers a similar service called Treat Me Now, but with one crucial difference. Amazon Clinic doesn't accept health insurance, while One Medical does. Amazon is known for its willingness to experiment until it finds a model that fits. The company has tried and walked away from at least two other costly healthcare gambits. Most recently, Haven, a corporate healthcare-focused collaboration with J.P. Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway, and Amazon Care, a mobile in-home primary care service that was shut down last year. 
The healthcare services that have emerged from that trial and error process are One Medical, Amazon Clinic, and Amazon Pharmacy, which grew out of the company's 2018 acquisition of PillPack. While these services have so far grown slowly, marrying One Medical and Prime is a sign that Amazon is ready to open the healthcare floodgates to its more than 100 million Prime members, some of whom already receive discounts on prescriptions through Amazon Pharmacy's RX Pass, end quote. Finally today, real quick, I want to end with a grab bag of gaming headlines. You might have heard that after the recent success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, more than a billion dollars in global box office, Nintendo is planning a live-action Zelda movie. Not much here in terms of news to share about that other than to make the point that Dare Obasanjo made online, quote, Nintendo is working on a live-action Legend of Zelda movie after the success of Super Mario Brothers, and it's going to be produced by Avi Arad, who's produced every Spider-Man movie from the Raimi trilogy to the Home trilogy to the Spider-Verse movies. Move over, MCU. There's a new IP king in town, end quote. Meanwhile, the socials are going wild with news that after, what, a decade? Rockstar is planning to officially announce the much-anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6, which again, not a surprise. We've known it's coming. There have been leaked renderings of the graphics, but Think about it. An entire generation has come of age playing Grand Theft Auto V. It's sold 185 million copies. Whenever a new GTA is released, it's going to be one of the biggest media releases of all time, easily. And meanwhile, quoting Polygon, A little over six years after it launched, Battle Royale sensation Fortnite just broke its all-time one-day player record by going back in time. The launch of Fortnite OG, a special season which brings back the game's original Chapter 1 map, drew an incredible 44.7 million players on Saturday, November 4th, who between them racked up 102 million hours of play. That's according to a post on X, formerly Twitter, from the official Fortnite account, end quote. One way to never go broke in this life is to bet on nostalgia and get your timing right. Think about it. There are freshmen in college right now who probably played this map this weekend because it brought them back to falling in love with Fortnite for the first time when they were back in middle school. I got my start in podcasting because at the time, a decade ago, tech still felt so new in people's lives that most people didn't think of the internet as history. I was just ever so slightly ahead of that game. Stick around long enough, and what you lived through personally becomes history. And if you time it right, people will want to relive their own personal histories as well. Something something, if they were remaking the show The Wonder Years today, they'd be making it about the year 2003. Talk to you tomorrow.